to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. Yes. It's a marvelous Monday today. Welcome, welcome back to a brand new week of Make Your Day Count. Don't give up on your dream. No way. This is <laughs> Triumphant Monday. I will triumph in all things. Thanks be to, to God, God. Who caused us to what? Triumph. triumph. Mm-hmm. In all in all things, yes. and always. Mm-hmm. So this Monday morning, triumphant Monday. <laughs> Don't give up on your dream. It's closer than you think. Right, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. It's about to happen. Don't let go of it. Mm-hmm. Hold on to it. Set your mark on that dream, like like the Apostle Paul says. I set my eyes to the target. I press. That's what he says. He says, I forget, Pastor Diane, all those things which are behind me. And I'm now what? Pressing towards the mark. You got to have a mark. You got to have a dream. You got to press for something. You have to target something and go after it. Don't give up on your dream. It is closer than you think. It's about to happen. If you, if you don't quit, you will receive. The Bible says you shall receive if you faint not. Mm-hmm. If you what? Faint, faint not. not. And the Bible says if you faint in the time of adversity, your strength is what? Small. And if the axe is what? Dull. Mm-hmm. You must what? Sharpen, Sharpen the axe. Sharpen the axe. Because when the axe is dull, it requires what? More strength. More strength. And when you beat in your, you, <laughs> you beat in your arms, man, you get tired and you want to what? Quit. So if you sharpen it, it will, you will be able to go through the task. And that's what we are here to do is to sharpen the axe so you can fulfill your dream. Gain wisdom. Okay. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. through wisdom, time is redeemed. Through wisdom, just like the example with the axe. Oh, the wisdom says sharpen the axe, yeah. and it reduces the time yeah. that it takes to cut down the tree. Yes. So sharpen the axe with wisdom. God has the plan, and we must write down the vision yes. in order to be able to run with it and to be able to do with it. And how do we get the vision? We get it from God. Yes. Because it's already been written. Yes. The vision has already been written. In Acts chapter 26, starting at verse 15, this is Paul recounting his testimony. So I said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God 
that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And now Paul says, Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So that must be our testimony. I was not obedient to the heavenly vision. How did he get the heavenly vision? He had an encounter with the Lord. The Lord revealed unto him what was to come to pass in the upcoming days. And now here's Paul before the king facing a trial. And he says, therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Can we say that at the end of our life? Can we say I was not obedient to the heavenly vision? You see, here, here, we ought to uh, be live a life of what purpose. Let me repeat: We must live a life of purpose. So, Pastor Dad, we have to make a quality decision to live life on purpose. Mm-hmm. No matter the circumstances, because Paul, when he's in, when he's speaking these words in Acts chapter 26, verse 19, therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. He had already been incarcerated for a period of two years or more. He was being moved from place to place because nobody had any written charges against him. We got to get it. They apprehended him because of the wonderful work that was taking place through his hands, through his ministry, through the, through Jesus Christ, through the power of the resurrection. And they would not write any charges against him. And they were taking him from place to place to try to stand trial. And he comes now. He'd been in one place, it says, for two years. Then there was a period of time. And here he is standing forth. And he says to the king Agrippa, he said, I have not been disobedient to the heavenly, heavenly vision. vision. So it's we don't just we're not just obedient when things are going good. Things were not going good, but it was fulfilling through even in the circumstances he was still fulfilling the call because every opportunity he got, he preached Christ. If the people believed it or not, that was on them. He still told the truth and the people couldn't resist the truth. They couldn't come against the truth. They may not a wholeheartedly been converted at that time, though some were, but they couldn't come against the truth. So he would just move to the next place, to the next place. And they were not writing actual charges against him because no fault was actually found in him. So when you're doing the things of God, though persecution may try to come, it cannot stand. Listen, the Bible says, I cannot do anything mm-hmm. Against the what? Truth. But for the, the truth. truth. You got mm-hmm. to connect to what? Mm-hmm. Truth. truth. You must live a life purposeful, connecting to truth. Why? What truth? Not man's truth. Okay, so let's differentiate here. Not man's truth. But God's truth. I am the way. I am the truth. (laughs) I am the light. You got to connect to the truth of God. Because Titus declared, there is one thing for sure, God cannot lie. So you had to connect to that truth. So Paul connect 
to the truth of God's calling, of the purpose of God for its life. Mm -hmm. And he says, one thing for sure, I did not live a life of what? Disobedient to the heavenly vision that I have seen for my life, for my purpose, my calling. And it didn't matter what persecution that he has to go through. He was true mm -hmm. to the vision. Mm -hmm. And through the persecution, there yeah. was provision. Yeah. Through the persecution, though persecution was coming, there was still provision. When they laid a demonic conspiracy against him, when they banded together, 40 people banded together, and they said, we're not going to eat or drink until Paul is dead. Mm. When they had the ambush all set out, it says that it was revealed onto um, a, a messenger who went and told one of the kings that was holding him at that time, and the king made a declaration to prepare 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen to go and to get him and to bring him to another place to await trial. So though there was persecution, though there was an ambush that was being plotted, there was a demonic conspiracy, 40 people band together, come in agreement that they're not going to eat or drink right. until he's dead. You got 40 people to come together. Now, we, you, we know in the beginning of the year, a lot of churches try to try to do 10-day fast, and, yeah. and they were going to let you eat and drink during yeah. that time. And a lot of people, a lot of churches couldn't get 40 yeah. to be able to do it. But in this time, they have 40 people banded together. They said, we're not going to eat. We're not going to drink until Paul is dead. But it was revealed. The message was brought unto the king, and he sent such preparation, 200 Soldiers, 70 horsemen and 200 spearmen to escort him to the next place to be able to await trial. Then when they were on the ship, they were on the ship, their trip was for a period of time. We read the Bible so fast. We think that everything just happened in the couple of minutes that it takes us to read the chapters. But they were on the ship for a period of time. And while they were on the ship, different things were taking place each day to show that this is going to disaster. Different things were taking place. If you read all through these um, chapters here surrounding Acts chapter 26, all different things were taking place. But he said, no, because I'm on this ship. Because I'm on this ship and I have an assignment to go to the next destination, not one person on this ship. And there were hundreds of people on the ship. There was 276 persons. It says in Acts chapter 27, verse 37. And in all, we were 276 persons on the ship and not none of them perished. Yes. The, the, I was so moved. Pastor Diane, as you're talking, uh, of this event that just take take place, taking place, Pope Francis take a trip to Iraq. He is fulfilling a vision that other Pope before him did not in such a times like this. Is the time of Corona mm -hmm. traveling, right? Mm -hmm. It's a time when the Christian, he went to see the Christian. That was martyred. He went to those historic place where so many Christians had died. And other Pope before him wanted to, but they didn't. But Pope Francis in such a time, make that trip mm -hmm. to Iraq. 
to go and deliver a message to encourage those believers that left that God still loved them, that God is on their side, that they must continue the fight, continue the message of hope. What are we doing today? What is that vision? What is our vision? Are we going to say like Paul, I was true and loyal to the heavenly vision? Mm -hmm. uh, Pope Francis could say, you know, this is not the time to travel. This is not the time to go. So much thing is going on. I don't know if he would more concerned about his safety. I'm not saying we're not supposed to be concerned. I'm not saying this morning over this mic that we're supposed to not be concerned about our safety because we need to fulfill the vision. So we don't need to throw away our life because if we throw away our life, then we can't fulfill the vision. So we are not ignorant of the schemes of the devil. But we also must be purposeful and mindful that God is our leader and follower. So I was very, I was very moved by his historic, his historic visit to Iraq and the message of hope that he delivered there to Christians who might be discouraged. Before the war, it was about 2 million Christians, and it's down to about 200,000 mm. <laughs> leave. Okay? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Hallelujah. Go take it for me. Don't give up on your dream. Meet us at Celebration Tabernacle this Sunday at 10 a.m. for Dream Big Sunday. Come with your vision written down in an envelope with your name on it. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.